What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Crying in Baseball, a baseball podcast. I am your host, Logan Muley. We are joined once again by Ashton Yonfell. Ashton, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you, Logan? I am doing good. I am excited. The Blue Jays are making moves. Let's just get right into it. George Springer, six years, $150 million. Give me your first reaction. Um, obviously, this shows that the... The Blue Jays are going for it right now. They see that other teams are stacking up, being more competitive. Uh, I know a lot of people are going to say, like, Springer doesn't deserve this contract. It's, he's kind of a byproduct of the cheating. But you you look at it uh, this last year. Uh, he was an MVP candidate early. Like, high, like very high home run numbers for center fielder. Plays a great field, 899 OPS. So he's proven that he can do it uh, without the cheating. Uh, obviously, that that is a bit of a factor going into a new locker room. But um, personally, I think the contract is a little high, but it's a price that they were willing to pay to get a star player. Um, so good for them. Yeah, and you know he 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 didn't have the best year this year. He batted two sixty five, fourteen bombs. Um, wasn't necessarily the best and that was partially due to probably um the cheating that occurred but um you know i i look at i look at his stats and i see all-star in 2017 18 19 all-star or uh world series mvp in 2017 the silver slugger in 17 and 19 and that that really makes me wonder what this contract is really worth because are you paying for are, are they going off the assumption that you know 2020 was a weird year and all this stuff or like i personally would have gone on the assumption that 2020 was you know a byproduct like you said of them cheating and you know i don't see him i, I don't see him winning any more silver sluggers to say well uh honestly th- this year Although, like, like the average is low. It's one of his better career years in terms of OPS. And obviously, like, they weren't cheating this year. So I, I think that they kind of realized that, like, yes, the cheating happened. And it, it wasn't – it was awful. But uh, Springer, you could just tell, is super talented. You Like, the home run numbers he put up this year, for, for 51 games, having 14 home runs as a center fielder, who's kind of known as more of a speed guy, is ridiculous. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, and also – um, I hate to I hate to say it because it's ca- kind of like overused, but uh, having that playoff experience is pretty big for a team like this, uh, a younger team trying to make that playoff push. Although technically they did make the playoffs this year, uh, they were bounced in two games by the Rays. So uh, technically they were a playoff team, but not really. Um, just uh, like an extra base machine. Um, Great, great fielder fits well in, into the outfield and that center field role. Um, and yeah. this also allows them to play Teoscar Hernandez every day as a DH, which is also pretty big because he's not the best fielder. Definitely, um, definitely. I, I really do think this imp- this is a big improvement for them. I don't know if this necessarily puts them over the Yankees or White Sox, but um, you know the the fans were kind of antsy because. You know, they've been talking about getting a big signing all off season and they finally got it done. Wait, wait, can, can we rewind for a second? You uh you said the uh, Blue Jays might not be as good as the Yankees and White Sox. Now that's pretty cool as a White Sox fan to hear you saying, you know, the the Yankees and White Sox best teams. So 
do you think that so so you don't think that they are better than the Yankees and White Sox? So where 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 do you see them falling? Um, I see them as a wild card competitor. I really just don't like. I really don't think they have the starting pitching right now to can compete with some of these other teams. Like yeah, bring back Ross Stripling and Robbie Ray helps. Jin Ryu had a pretty solid year. Yeah, Ryu's a great pitcher. Don't get me wrong, but they're gonna need some guys to really step up. Because you look at the White Sox and Yankees, like I'm saying, like, uh, is, you know, is Robbie Ray and uh, and Hinjin Ryu as good as maybe Giolito and Lance Lynn? Uh, I'd take Giolito and Lance Lynn. And then you look at the Yankees, would you rather have uh, Nate Pearson and Hinjin Ryu or Garrett Cole and Corey Kluber? I'd take Garrett Cole and Corey Kluber. Like, I just, yeah, definitely. E- even in the bullpen, like, they're, they're just not, I'd say, good enough pitching right now in terms of just even depth for me to say, like, that this team is better than the White Sox or Yankees. Obviously, there's still time to improve. They were they were actually a team that was still rumored for, for Quintana before he signed. We'll touch on that later. But uh, they, they're going to need Nate Pearson to pitch like an ace this year, and they're going to need Robbie Ray to pitch like an all-star like he once did for the Diamondbacks. Yeah, definitely. I... I, I agree with pretty much everything you said there. Um, yeah, I'm I'm curious to see if they do, you know, push the Yankees out of what, in my mind, the number one spot. And, you know, I'm trying not to, you know, put the Rays out of the conversation, but also they lost their two best pitchers. Like, it's the AL East is a very confusing division because we're not sure if these Blue Jays players, we're not sure if these young guys are going to show up. Because if Caven, Vladdy, Bo all show up and, you know, they got they got Springer in the outfield, like, that's a deadly four, like, right there. Like, that's amazing. And, you know, they, they also signed Kirby Yates, which we'll get to in a minute. But, um, you know, it's it's difficult to see. And, you know, will the Yankees be plagued by injuries again? Will will the Rays be able to overcome losing their best pitchers? You know, they were the American League champions. They're the best team in the American League. And, you know, it's weird saying that they aren't going to make the playoffs even. So do, do you see do you see the Rays possibly finishing above, below the Blue Jays? I know you just said that, you know, you, you you take the Blue Jays over or under the Yankees. You take the Yankees over the Blue Jays. But do do you see a, a Rays Blue Jays wild card game in the mix possibly? And if not, what other team with the Blue Jays? Uh, personally, I I really don't think the Rays are a playoff team this year. I think they're probably a team that finishes below five hundred. You know, I, every every year whenever the Rays trade a big star, the year after like everyone kind of counts them out. Uh, but I think it's really fair this year. Um, I felt like the Rays were able to compete as well as much as they did this year, uh, just because of how short the season was and how important the bullpen was. And they, uh, to be honest, they they don't make it as far as they do without Randy or Rosarina just turning into a Hall of Famer in the playoffs. Like I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna just say it right now. Don't overlook the Red Sox this year. I, I know. Oh, I'm overlooking them. Uh, yeah, you can I, put that I, down in ink. I I know, like, you see what happened last year, not great. But this team is super talented. They're getting Chris Sale back this year. Um, you know, obviously, if they trade Ben Attendee, that changes a little bit. 
They get their manager back. Um, I, I think they're a genuinely – the Red Sox are a team that might have end up with more wins than the Rays. Um, so, obviously, I don't see the Rays in the wild card. I also don't really see the White Sox – or the sorry, the Red Sox in the wild card. I think they'll be a team that's maybe a little bit above 500. So, the teams in the AL that I could see competing for that wild card, um, potentially the Indians – uh, potentially the Twins, uh, the Astros, I feel like a lot of people are counting out, uh, the A's, uh, the, the teams that are typically competitive but not great. Yeah. Uh, you know, those are those are the teams that I see competing. Um, I, I don't want to just say, like, the, the Blue Jays have no chance against the Yankees. If those young players uh, all have those all-star caliber seasons, uh, like a, a guy you uh, – I think you might just miss him. Was Lourdes Guriel has been fantastic for them. Oh yeah, I, I definitely overlooked him. Yeah, he's been fantastic for them. So you have like you're really seeing this team like start to come together. Obviously, we you saw it uh, start last uh, this last year, but with Springer now, like th- this team, I, I I I'm gonna say it again. I'm still gonna take the Yankees over them, but that they're a team that's making a push for that you know that World Series. Okay, so yeah, I, I can definitely see where you're coming from. But with the Red Sox, I'm going to name some teams right now. I want you to tell me what team you think is better. Red Sox, Pirates, what team do you think is better? Red Sox. Red Sox, Tigers, what team do you think is better? Red Sox. Red Sox, Rangers. Red Sox. Red Sox, Angels. That's tough, but the Angels always suck, so I'm going to take the Red Sox. The Angels finished uh, two games higher than the Red Sox last year. Uh, how about Diamondbacks, Red Sox? Red Sox. Diamondbacks finished a game higher. How about Diamondbacks or not, uh, Red Sox, Mets? Uh, probably, honestly, probably Washington. Really? Yeah. So the, the, re- the real reason I'm saying Red Sox, one, I think Core is a fantastic manager. I know a lot of people are going to say the cheating, but uh, there's a reason AJ Hinch got another job. It's because he's yeah. actually a good manager. Like obviously, uh, he really didn't have all that much of a stand cheating. Like the story came out that he broke a mon like the monitor when he first saw it. But uh, that that was Hinch, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I do uh, getting Chris Sale back is so huge, and, yeah, and huge. getting Cora back is huge, and I I just think. That team is – I think they underperformed last year. And I, I think, you know, that young core – well, maybe not the the youngest core, but, you know, guys like Verdugo. And I think Ben Attendee, whether it's for the Red Sox or whatever team he goes to, he's going to step up this year. Then you still have Devers, Christian Vasquez. Like, this is a talented team. Yeah, Bogarts. Yeah, this is a really talented team. And uh, I really think people are overlooking them. Okay. That was insightful commentary, Ashton. All right, uh, do you have anything else you want to say about Springer, or are we good to move on to Yates? Uh, I say we move on to Yates. All right. So, Kirby Yates reportedly signing with the Blue Jays. As of right now, we do not have any concrete details. I will refresh Twitter while we're talking. But um, Kirby Yates replacing Ken Giles, give me your thoughts. Um, I think it's a good move for the Blue Jays um, and Kirby Yates. Uh, obviously, Yates only pitched in four and a third innings this year. Got hurt. 
uh, but the year before he, he was just absolutely ridiculous. Um, so adding that uh, to your bullpen is obviously huge, especially for a younger team. If you have a guy in the back end of a bullpen who, who can't close it down, it's, it's very demoralizing for a younger team. Uh, yeah, last year, like I said, he, he was he was so good that he finished ninth in Cy Young voting as a reliever who only pitched sixty innings. Yeah. So, yeah, in the year before that, he was obviously fantastic too. But especially in twenty nineteen, he, he was just arguably the the most dominant closure in baseball. Um, so yeah. I think a, a common theme we're kind of seeing now is uh, a, the younger team, like a younger team going out and spending money to get to the reliever. We so we see it with the White Sox getting Liam Hendricks, uh, obviously now with the Blue Jays signing Kirby Yates. And I'd, I'd say even back to the Cubs, when they won their World Series, they went out and gave up a ton to get Chapman. So yeah. they had uh, Clint Frazier and Glaber, right? Or no, it was Clint. Clint was when they dealt Andrew Miller to yeah. the Indians. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Glaber was, yeah. The Glaber and Billy McKinney to the White Sox, or to the Yankees mm-hmm. for uh, Chapman. Okay, and, just, sorry. Yeah, and I'd argue that the Cubs don't win the World Series without Chapman. Obviously, people are going to oh, look yeah. at that Game Seven and Raja Davis hitting the home run off him. But if you and look that through was that, magnificent. Yeah, you you look throughout that whole postseason. He pitched so many innings. Like, yeah, um, he, he was you know, mad at Joe Madden for how he used them. Yeah, but uh, at the end of the day, the Cubs did win the World Series, so that yeah. I don't blame the guy. Um, but uh, I think Yates. Is I think he'll be a big player to this team, obviously, this year. I really don't think he's enough in the bullpen. I think they should still try to go on, go out and get some more pieces. Mm-hmm. But get, getting a guy who could be as dominant as he can is huge. Yeah, okay, so I got the deal pulled up. One year, $5.5 million with a $4.5 million in performance bonuses. This is according to Sportsnet or sources to Sportsnet. Uh, Ken Rosenthal was the first person to break this. So I I, I really, you know, a possible $10 million contract, you know, if he makes the all-star team, all this, you know, incentivized stuff. So let's just say a one-year $6 million for, like, the 2019, I believe he won reliever of the year in the National League. I'll double-check that. But what, what give me your thoughts. Uh, obviously, uh, the incentives make a ton of sense. He's coming off an injury, but he was so dominant the year prior that, like, it makes sense for him to take a contract that includes that many incentives. Obviously, the five million dollars by itself it is uh, quite a, quite a bit of money. But uh, if you're getting the one of the most dominant relievers in baseball, it's one hundred percent worth it. Yeah, definitely. And you know, taking the place of Ken Giles. Ken Giles did not have a great year last year. He only played four games. I believe he got injured. Uh, 3.2 innings pitched. So, yeah. But, um, you know, replacing Ken Giles, we're, we're going to look at Ken Giles' 2019 stats, um, which he, he was pretty darn solid in. Um, I see, you know, 53 innings pitched, which is, isn't a whole heck of a lot. Um, but you know, he is a closer, so that's, you know, possibly pitching every, every third day or so. Um, but you know, I, I see Yates even after this injury season as an upgrade from Ken Giles. Do you? Oh yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, I just, I'm, I'm looking at the stats. I, I, 
there's there's not a whole lot that you know jumps out at me when I see Ken Giles. One of my uh, first you know thoughts about Ken Giles, I got two on um, his uh, 86 overall card in MLB The Show 18 when he was with the Phillies, and the second is him cussing out AJ Hinch on the mound when he pulls him out of the game and he gets traded to the Blue Jays for Roberto Osuna the next day. I'm not sure if you remember that whole fiasco, but that I was do. something. I do. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, so I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Kirby Yates, and Roberto Osuna is still on the market. Like, that's another reliever that's still on the market. I mean, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, but obviously Osuna had, had some, uh, off-the-field issues. He, that... he did have some off-the-field issues that, you know, I, I'm not sure if I want him to sign with the team, in all honesty. Yeah, obviously, it seems like he's cleaned it up. Um, he you also added so. to me. Yeah, he he, uh, he also like added to me hating the Astros having a guy like that on your team. But mm-hmm. for, yeah, for all that stuff, you you can't say he's not a great pitcher because he's been very dominant these past couple of years. And I think uh, teams obviously the Astros did so. Uh, I think a hundred percent teams are going to overlook some of the off the field stuff because of how good of a pitcher he is. Yeah. Um. Osuna didn't pitch a whole heck of a lot this season. Four point one innings pitched. Uh, yeah, three strikeouts and you know four point one. Uh, but you know, looking back at his twenty nineteen stats, sixty five innings pitched, seventy three strikeouts. You know, that's that's over a strikeout an inning. Only has made one All Star team in twenty seventeen. He he's a fairly young guy. I feel like he's been in the league forever. He's only twenty five years old. But um, yeah, I mean, he's still on the market. Yeah, and I think his contract. I I don't think it's going to be very comparable to either Hendricks or Giles because of his age. Yeah. So I think he gets more than a one-year deal, but less money than Hendricks got, obviously, because Hendricks is coming off some super impressive years and obviously, oh, as yeah. you know, injured this year. So uh, I think that'll be interesting. Uh, I don't necessarily see a perfect trip for Ozuna. I think it's just whatever team's willing to give him a solid contract, he'll take it. Yeah. Um, there's really no rush for him to sign. Uh, right now, if I either, but uh, I think this, I don't think this Yates contract is going to set the market for relievers because of how dominant was he was two years prior, and then the fact he was injured this year. So uh, it's kind of a weird situation, but uh, nonetheless, it's still a, a huge signing for the Blue Jays. Yeah, most definitely. All right, is that going to do it? Uh, I think so. All right. Well, we thank you for listening to Crying a Baseball Baseball Podcast. Uh, Hope to see you again soon. See ya. Peace.